We're glad everyone is here. Glory. We want to remember to pray for Brother Duplessis. Ask God to keep his hand up on him, heal him. Remember Brother Luper and their families, they traveling. All of our brothers and sisters in the church, protect us, Lord. Keep your hand up on us. We thank him for his many blessings. And he's the kind of God that he is. He's mindful of his people. We thank God for it. We want to pray for Dana Jackson Miller. We want to pray for Sister Pat Hollister. And remember, like I say, all that are sick, not able to be here. But let's ask God to have his way in this service here tonight. Let's love him, church. God, we love you. We praise you. Hallelujah. You may be seated. I want to say we're glad that Brother Bryant's in church with us tonight. And I want to say that he's going to be with us this weekend. Brother Dupli, Brother Looper wanted me to make sure to announce that Brother Bryant's going to be here this weekend. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. So brothers, bring the offering pans. We'll receive the offering. And we'll let the preacher get on the floor and he can preach to us. Glory. stand. We're going to turn the service right to Brother Brian, and let's help him preach tonight, church. Brother Brian, come on. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. You may be seated. So good to be here on Wednesday evening. Amen. Drove through a wonderfully nasty storm to get here. And I'm just so proud to be here. Amen. Anybody thankful for the goodness of God in your life? Amen. I know it's just Wednesday night, but anybody just a little bit extra thankful you're still here, you're still standing? No matter what the adversary has thrown our way, we are more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. Come on, how many's got your mind made up? I am an overcomer. Come on, it's not based on my feelings. It's based on my faith in the Word of God. Hallelujah. How many knows he's still a healer? Come on, how many still knows he's a way maker? Come on, how many knows he'll be with you in the wilderness? He'll be with you in the valley of the shadow of death. Come on, he'll be with you when you're ill. He'll be with you when you feel like you can run over the hill. Come on, how many feels like giving him a little glory right now? Come on, how many knows our God is greater than any other God? In fact, there is no other God before Him. There's no other God beside Him. 
There is no Savior yet. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, how many feels like just saying in your face, devil? Huh? Come on, we will have the victory. We are going to win. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 Man, y'all need, y'all need to calm down. It's Wednesday night. Man, you may be seated. Mm. Thank you, Brother Cooper. Amen. I feel like we're already having church. Praise God. Amen. I'm not used to having all this time. Might be dangerous. <laughs> it's so good to see Sister Duplessis. We love you, Sister Duplessis. Amen. And uh, pray the Lord's hand be upon Brother Duplessis. And uh, thank God for these great people. And uh, love your pastor his family, and uh, thank God they get to go on vacation every once in a while like the rest of us. Amen. Amen. You know what? Tonight's a special night. Because the Holy Ghost is getting ready to help us. Come on, could you lift your hands and love Him right now? Come on, everybody, would you pray? Get us ready, God, right now. Come on, I know it's Wednesday night, but I urge you to pray a little bit harder. Come on. Come on, I, I feel somebody's starting to feel the same burden I have. Come on, would you pray for a few more moments? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, lift your voice against every hindering spirit. Come on, it's, it's somebody's night for true deliverance. It's somebody's night to get a hold of God. It may not be yours, but you can be an instrument that God can work through tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our God is so kind. He is so merciful. He loves every one of us sitting in this building, and He loves everyone that could not get here tonight. But our God is our God is not a wasteful God. When when he got through doing the miracle of feeding the 5,000, when they got through, there were so many fragments left over. The disciples were able to pick up 12 baskets full. And the reason he said that, he told them to pick them up, is he said that nothing would be lost. That nothing would be lost. It's not His will that any should perish. So if you're not ready to meet God in peace right now, tonight's your night for a turnaround. Come on, if you're troubled in your spirit... You've come to the right place. Hallelujah. Ha, ha. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the witness of the Spirit right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
Turn with me to John chapter 8. know this world is going through a hard time and I know we're living in this world but we're not of this world so it does not uh, I mean the circumstances we're living in affect us but they can't stop us so we're in this world but not of this world so therefore if you're in the church the church is Ultimately triumphant. We're gonna we're gonna conquer and win no matter wh- what. So the key is to stay encouraged in the church. Stay in. If you're not in, get in. Quit fooling around. Quit making excuses. All of us had to get to that same point. You're not different than anybody else. We all struggle. We all got pains. We all got trials and struggles. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But God's got an answer for that. He's got mercy. A merciful and a good God. It's time to get in. Amen. John chapter 8. Beginning with verse number 1. Jesus went unto the Mount of Olives, and early in the morning he came again into the temple, and all the people came unto him, and he sat down and taught them. And the scribes and Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they say unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what sayest thou? Listen real closely. This they said, tempting him. This they said, tempting him. That they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down. Aren't you glad he was willing to reach way down? He stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. So when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. And again he stooped down and wrote on the ground, and they which heard it being convicted by their own conscience, went out one by one, beginning at the eldest, even unto the last. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. When Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, Woman, where are those thine accusers? Hath no man condemned thee? She said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Hallelujah. I want to preach on this thought tonight. So simple. Mercy and truth. Mercy and truth. Would you would you lift your hands if you put your Bibles down? Come on, I appreciate everyone that has prayed already. Come on, would you lift your voice one more time? Lord, I pray you would reach every heart. Come on, lift your voice just a moment.
Come on, let's thank you for what he's about to do for us. He's going to help us. Don't, don't, don't you get nervous. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus. You may be seated. If if you were to stop even now in this very moment and take inventory of your life, if you would be completely honest and forthright, every one of us could say, if it had not been for the mercy of God, There's no way I'd still be here. And if I was gone, I wouldn't have met the Lord in righteousness when I left. Any thankful people in the house tonight that the Lord saw fit? Come on. Anybody thankful that He didn't just look at where you were. He looked at what you could be. Come on. Anybody thankful that by His mercy, He saved us. Come on, He didn't judge me. Come on, He didn't throw me away. He didn't throw me to the scrap heap. Come on, but does anybody remember your testimony? Come on, when you thought you were too far gone, He reached way down and picked you up anyhow. Come on, come on, does it stir up any emotion in you? Come on, does it remind you that we don't deserve to be standing in the presence of an almighty God? Anybody want to give Him a little glory just for a minute? Come on, I don't know everything you've been through. Come on, and I sure don't want to try to figure it out. But I thank God tonight He's been good anyhow. Come on, I think somebody ought to just get a little bit lost in it just for a moment. Uh, come on, I feel the anointing of the Lord right now. Come on, the anointing will destroy the yoke of bondage on you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wanted to remind you by how many times God's picked you up. Lest we were, we forget and become judgmental to somebody else that we seemingly don't have the same mercy for that God gave to us. Second Peter chapter three. gives us a particularly interesting scripture. It says, The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some men count slackness. In other words, Brother Cooper, the Lord didn't forget His judgment. He is going to judge one day. There is coming a day of reckoning for all of us. Nobody's going to get all scot-free unless you accept His mercy. But even in that, we still have consequences we have to face for the seeds we've sowed. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. We're going to have, we're going to, have to confront ourselves in our own situations. But he said, the Lord is not slack as some men count slackness concerning his promise, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Sometimes... For the book, it seems like those of us who are trying to live right, as soon as we make one wrong move, God's on our carcass like white on rice. Somebody rats you out. Come on, you get, you get 
I, I hate to use a little bit of uh, slang, but somebody busts you out, young man. Come on, somebody's quick to tell what you're doing. But it seems like there, there's others who just continually get off over and over and over again. And it seems like sometimes you get the wrong end of the deal. I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but this is not in the notes. But truth be told, when you get told off on a lot quicker, it's because somebody's been praying for you more than somebody else. Because when somebody brings you to God, and somebody puts you in a position where you've got to confront your sin, Mercy is standing by saying, I'm going to give you another chance. You just got to accept it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But there are those that seemingly, time after time again, they'll come to the house of the Lord and they'll cycle in. And some of you are here tonight and some of you are listening right now. And you cycle in. And it's so simple for you to come and cry at an altar. And the tears come easy. And you start weeping and all of a sudden you feel the presence of God again. Come on, and you start speaking in tongues. And it's so simple and easy for you to pray through. And then you go back out. And you get right back in the same trap that you came out of before you left your house. But I want to tell you tonight, it's time for the cycle to end. Tonight's your, t- tonight's your night for a comeback. Tonight's your night to break the cycle And there are people, I'm prophesying to you right now, there are people in your family that are waiting on you. Children, family members that are waiting on you right now to make the change. Because they're waiting to see if you can stand up to the truth. And if you'll stand, there's going to be a revival coming behind you. I wish somebody would say, yes, Lord, I, I, I received that. I, I can't hear you tonight. I know you're used to sitting back and relaxing on Wednesday night. But Brother Brian's here. We're just going to walk in the Holy Ghost, all right? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tonight, we're going to rejoice that mercy is still having her work. The reason why sometimes it looks like people keep getting off is because mercy keeps telling judgment to give them one more chance. And anybody who's ever been to that place where you felt like you couldn't break through and you kept failing, but somehow God reached down and pulled you out. You ought to thank God tonight that God's going to do it for somebody else tonight. Come on, would you lift your hands right now? Come on. It's not His will that you go to hell. Come on. I, I, I know there's a hell. Come on, but He said, I've got a heaven that's greater than your hell. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In John chapter 8 in our text, <laughs> Jesus went down to the temple and began to teach. And He just began to feed them the Word of God. How many is thankful for the teaching and the preaching of the Word of God? Come on, there's life in the Word. There's delivering power in the Word. The Word is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Dividing asunder to the soul and spirit, the joints and the marrow. And it's a discerner 
of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. He can, he can tell the difference between what you intend to do and what you did. He knows your motive. Why you're doing what you're doing. But they're having a good teaching session. Maybe early one Sunday morning because the Bible said it was Sunday morning. And he's sitting down just teaching the Word of God. They're enjoying the Word of God. And all of a sudden the back doors bust open. And in comes some scribes and Pharisees, holy people. Holier than thou people. And they come dragging a woman in. And she already knows the punishment for being caught in the act of adultery, cheating on your husband. She knows that the punishment is death. She knows she's caught dead to rights. None of us like to get truly caught. That's why we were running in the first place. But when they show up and so rudely interrupted the church service. Can you imagine somebody doing that tonight? Dragging somebody in here to make a scene out of them? Do you think your pastor or your bishop would put up with that for one minute? Not even one second? But Jesus lets it. He's in control. Doesn't matter what chaos is going on. He's in control. So they came in with their chaotic deal and they're dragging her in, kicking and screaming. When she comes in, they said, Jesus, we caught this woman in the very act of moral failure. We caught her. The Bible says this, they said, tempting him. Just to see what he would do. Knowing the punishment under the law. They said Moses said that they're supposed to be stoned for this kind of behavior. Jesus never answered them a word. Because God's not going to put up with the devil trying to come and bust up a church service. God's not going to put up with the devil trying to make inroads in the church. In fact, he's not going to give it very much attention at all. So let's see how he handles it. They come in there and they're making this big scene. And they're pointing the finger of accusation. Anybody know what I'm talking about? The feeling when the finger is pointed at you. I know I'm not talking to everybody tonight, but just ride with me for a minute. And they started pointing the finger at her. But let me point out to you, when you start pointing the finger, you better do it right if you're going to do it at all. They didn't even bring the offending man to the scene. They just drugged the woman in. That's why I hate the devil. He always hangs somebody out to dry and lets somebody else off. That's why we can't get into the mode of judging one another. Because it always comes off wrong. I'm not talking about that we don't need to pray conviction on somebody. I'm talking about starting to point the finger of accusation at one another. I can't shake this tonight, but instead of entertaining that kind of spirit, the one who could really point the finger, God manifested in the flesh. Instead of pointing the finger in her face, instead of judging her, he stooped down and started writing in the sand. The one who could put her away for eternity, who had the opportunity to do away with her, said, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kneel down and I'm going to start rewriting her story. 
Because sometimes uh, attacks on the church uh, have nothing to do with the person that's in trouble. It has everything to do with the devil trying to stop what God's doing. Come on, lift your hands right now. Come on, I felt attack after attack the last two days. Come on, the church, I felt more spiritual attack and resistance. Uh, come on, uh, in every church I've been in the last two months because of what's going on in our world. Uh, come on, I bind the spirit of distraction. I, I don't care what it's over. I bind that spirit of distraction. Come on, let me remind somebody. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world. Come on, I wish somebody lifts your hand and say, tonight we're going to pull down strongholds. Come on, we're not leaving this place. Come on, behind the proverbial eight ball. Come on, we're going forward. Come on, somebody clap your hands to the Lord right now. Come on, some things are just a distraction. Hallelujah. Trying to get your mind off the Word of God and what God's trying to do in our world. And so instead of pointing the finger of accusation at her, he started, it's just my opinion, the Bible does not tell us exactly what he wrote. But he began to write in the sand. And they were pushing him for a response. They said, what are you going to do about this? And he just kept writing in the sand. And they kept pushing him. And finally he lifts his head up, stands up, and he said, whoever's without sin, let him first cast a stone at her. Be careful of somebody that wants to throw stones at somebody else. Be careful of them. And he went back to writing. And the Bible says, I've heard it all different kind of ways, but the Bible says that they were convicted when they heard it. The Word still convicts. Come on, the words still convinced. When they heard what he said, he kept writing. And by all rights, she should have died because of what she did. She should have been finished. They should have took her out to the brow of the hill. And those elders should have stoned her and then cast her over the cliff. But the one who had the power to judge for eternity, instead of pointing the finger, he started writing in the sand. I'm telling you, there's mercy in the house tonight. And instead of standing up to point the finger in judgment, he stooped down in mercy. (laughs) Tonight, the Lord's not standing in judgment. He's reaching down in mercy. And I know, I know when things go crazy and haywire in families, in lives, uh, come on, there's got to be accountability. I know. I know, I know. But sometimes we want to put people through all kinds of hell on earth just to get things right. And we don't forgive them after Jesus himself is forgiven them. We hold things against people. Knowing that we need mercy ourselves. (laughs) But when he got up after writing in the sand, 
Daddy, please have mercy on your daughter. (laughs) Have mercy on her tonight, Daddy. Have mercy on her. When When he stooped down, when he got back up from whatever he was writing, he said, woman, where are those thine accusers? You see how he distanced himself from the accusers. He wasn't accusing. She said, they're all gone, Lord. (laughs) See, when the spirit of accusation and the finger pointing was pushed out, all she was left was her and her creator. That's the place you have to get when you need mercy. You gotta get, you gotta stay long enough until Jesus can run off in His way. All the accusers. He could have, He could have put her through all kinds of hoops and all this, that, and the other, but He looked at her. And gave her these simple words. Go and sin no more. You know why? Because when Jesus has mercy, He doesn't have mercy on you for you to die at the scene of the crime. He has mercy on you so you can go and have a brand new life. He has mercy on you so you can go forward. Come on. And your world can be put back together. Come on, somebody lift your hands tonight. Come on, God help me to go forward. Come on, somebody. If Jesus is telling you to go, you're going to have to leave it behind you. Come on, somebody. Tonight's your night to shake off the accusations and the fear. Come on, in the sin. And go forward. Lift your hands. I promise you I'm going to be just a few more moments. Just when you feel like it's all over. They may drag them kicking and screaming into the church house for the cooper, but they got you to the right place at the right time. Come on, what the devil meant for evil. God said, bring them out anyway. I got enough mercy. Uh Hallelujah. I told you a few minutes ago, this is a spiritual battle. Come on, the devil's full of condemnation. He's full of destruction. He's full of lies. Can I get an amen out of somebody? Come on, if you're standing, continue standing. If if you can stand, stand quickly. Some of us, we hear the preaching, and you're hearing me right now, and you're hearing God say, "I got enough mercy. I got enough. I got enough power and grace. Come on and help to bring you through." And you're hearing it, but there's voices in your head. Come on, they're accusing you. Come on, the Romans said, Romans chapter 2 said that one is excusing, the other one's accusing. And it's breeding the spirit of confusion. But this is what he said in Revelation 12, verse number 7. And there was war in heaven. If there was war in heaven... How can we expect not to have some battles here on earth? Was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought and his angels. And prevailed not. Neither was their place found anymore in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil and Satan. Which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out. Somebody say cast out. 
into the earth. And his angels, his demons were cast out with him. And when they were cast out, listen to verse 10. And I heard, John said, I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. And this is why. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives under the death. I got a word for you tonight. When the devil is cast out, salvation is showing up. Come on, come on, when the accuser gets cast out, come on, tonight's your night. Come on, I, I'm ready to stomp every devil of accusation and send them back to hell where they come from. Hallelujah. I'm fixing to open these altars. If you've never received the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues as the evidence of the infilling of God's Spirit, tonight's your night. Come on, when you repent and turn away from your sins, come on, the accuser has to be cast out. Come on, somebody's starting to feel hope. Come on, somebody's starting to feel, he'll have mercy on me. Come on, you know why he's having mercy on us? It's because he wants us to find repentance. That means a place to turn around. Come on, hear me tonight. Come on, the Bible says that Esau never found a place of repentance. He never found a place to turn around. But tonight, if you could close your eyes and see in your spirit, with your, with your eyes of faith, I see an exit sign that says repentance. Come on, and when you take the exit, when you get up to the top of the ramp, when you make a turn to your left, there's an overpass called mercy. You know why it's an overpass? It's because he's passing over your transgressions to give you a new life. Come on, and when you finish that U-turn, turn it back on the highway, there's a sign that says, Grace Highway Ahead. Come on, I tell you tonight, there's mercy. Come on, if you're truly thankful tonight for the mercy of God on your life, then I'm asking everybody that's thankful to come down here tonight and acknowledge it before God. Don't, don't put it off on your neighbor. Don't just put it off on your spouse. Come on, guess everybody. Come on, come and give God a chance. Come on. Lord, I want you to have your way in my life tonight. Come on, we'd love for our guests to come. You don't have to, but we sure want you to. Come on, I thank God for His mercy. Come on, would you come in as close as you can? Come on, I know some of you may want to social distance if you want to. I understand. You know, without mercy, none of us can stand up to the truth. Come on. Come on, could you lift your hands? There's some folks that need mercy tonight. Come on, can we, come on, men, could you lift your voice? Holy Ghost filled men. Holy Ghost sisters. Come on, can you lift your voice to the Lord right now? Come on, would you reach out to Him? Come on, I knew I was dead to rights. Come on, but I feel the mercy of God in this house.
Come on, lift your hands and reach out to the Lord right now. Come on, everyone that cares, would you reach out to Him right now? Come on, can we create a spirit of humility? Thank you, Jesus. Come on, I, I need some of you to get under the burden right now. Come on, I, even if it's not you tonight that's standing in the need of that fresh mercy. Come on, His mercy is made new every morning. Your mercy is forever. 
grateful for the blood.
Your goodness is forever. Your mercy is. 